0: Welcome back to the Prepared Mindset Podcast. I am your host, Austin, and I have a sit-rep for you guys. Uh, it's not Sunday. It's actually Friday, uh, a couple days ahead of schedule here, um, but it is November 19th, 2021. Uh, the verdict came through for uh, Mr. Kyle Rittenhouse today, um, and I felt compelled to uh, to do a sit-rep on this because I feel like the the... I feel like we're going to feel the aftershock on this. We're going to feel the the effects uh, of this decision in this case. Uh, certainly, in the days to come, I think that our um, <clears throat> political and social climate uh, makes that pretty obvious. You know, um, those on the opposite side of the political aisle clearly we're hoping for uh, a guilty verdict um, rather than you know a, a, a not guilty purely for political reasons um you know we'll get into it in a second here uh before i get i get rolling too too hard though i do want to make sure as always we thank our presenting sponsors quickly uh first off slimfitholsters.com guys some slim, uh slim fits great they hooked us up with uh prepared 10 is our discount code knocks off 10 percent. free shipping easy as that guys are looking for something for the holidays maybe you're just looking for something for yourself you know buying yourself a, a little something for christmas check out slimfitholsters.com they cover a shit ton of models and have a ton of options uh, available again our code prepared 10 is going to knock 10 percent off the price give you free shipping which is always great counting those pennies during the holidays Uh, they're a big supporter of what we do here at the prepared mindset uh, so we can't recommend them enough they make great holsters uh, great people to work with great company doing just just awesome awesome things also mymedic.com. <clears throat> guys make sure you have a first aid kit we're talking about kyle rittenhouse today uh you know what hey things happen uh this world is getting crazier by the day <laughs> having uh, having an ifac having a proper um a properly planned medical uh strategy is uh recommended I'll, I, that's as simple as I can put it. MyMedic hooked us up with our code, Mindset20, to save 20% off your guys' orders. Whatever you need. And then <clears throat> right now they're on like Black Friday pricing. They've got up to 50% off some items. There's some wicked sales going on at MyMedic. Uh, you guys should definitely head over to the site and check them out. Um, you can go through our offer section on our Facebook page. Find the Prepared Mindset podcast on Facebook. In our offer section, you can find the, uh, the link there, our affiliate link. I uh, don't want the later expiration date. it's some issues with that, but uh you can you can make your purchase through that link. You can still save twenty percent off with our code mindset20. Uh you can still take advantage of whatever sales are going on and just uh make sure you're you're prepared for whatever might happen this holiday season, whether it's a burn, some cuts, uh, maybe you want to give it as a gift for that snowmobile in your life. They got tons and tons of options there. So go over and check out mymedic.com but I do want to make sure that I spend time today talking about this written house verdict. I, this, this is a, a, it's a pretty tragic situation for one because we, anytime when there's a loss of life, right? Um, whether the quality of individual was stellar or, or otherwise a loss of life is never something we want to see. Um, there's a lot of people that would believe contrary to that, you know, as gun owners, as, uh, as conservatives, Americans, as, you know, pro-Second Amendment individuals as survivalists. I mean, <clears throat> there's a million and a half labels for whatever um, people want to call folks like us, right? But we never want to see somebody die. You never want to see it get to that point. And I have this discussion a lot with friends. You know, carrying a gun doesn't necessarily mean that you want to use it or that you're planning to use it. it, it it's, it's not a sword, okay? It's a shield put it in those terms for people all the time and that seems to make the most amount of sense uh when people have that like slap to the back of the head realization moment we don't carry firearms as a sword we carry them as a shield we carry them as a a means to to halt those that wish to impose their their will on us (coughs) um to to help protect others and to to combat evil. I mean there's a lot of different ways you can phrase it, but it's certainly not something where I think that most of us are planning on leaving the house at any given day. Um certainly I don't I don't believe that Kyle Rittenhouse went out that night into Kenosha, Wisconsin, and and planned on shooting two people. Um or killing two people rather and shooting I believe there was five. I just I don't think that that was his intent. Unfortunately that that is what happened. Clearly this man's life is reshaped and impacted forever you know reformed by by these tragic circumstances and this situation now there were there were five charges he was not guilty on all five charges and i I, and what is striking to me is i've talked to a couple different people that with, with uh military backgrounds and then law enforcement backgrounds okay and those people who are trained in things like escalation of force Rules of engagement, um, obviously well-read in things like the justification of force and self-defense. It, 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 it's, it's clear that this was a self-defense situation. There, there should never have been a trial. Um, and I know that a lot of people don't like to hear that. They don't want to hear that there shouldn't have been a trial. Oh, well, why? Because he's a white suburbanite kid that, well, I mean, no, that has nothing to do with it. And the fact that people keep wanting to to pull race into this, and there's been there's been elected officials, right, to our House of Representatives Congress that are coming out uh, and, and, and want to throw around the term white supremacist. Uh-huh. Not really sure what what racism or white supremacy has to do with with this case or this scenario. You know the Derek Brooks case, um, you know that that was a bit different. Uh, maybe you could you could imply that there was bias there, and and there was a lot more to look at with a vastly different set of circumstances with with Kyle Rittenhouse. That's just clearly not it. <laughs> um, and the case for the prosecution fell apart as the facts started to roll out you know when their one of their key witnesses testified essentially against himself um which is you know it's kind of how the court system works if the prosecution calls the witness then the defense has the opportunity to cross-examine he under oath admitted testified in court that he fired at Rittenhouse house first it was it was very clearly cut and dry self-defense um <clears throat> but that's not that's not a convenient narrative for people on the left people that want to uh want to see people like like us with without our firearms excuse me i apologize guys they want to see people like us without our firearms without our rights to self-defense i think at one point the prosecutor even said when you bring when you introduce a firearm to the situation you forfeit your right to self-defense i think that's absolutely ludicrous uh hysterically so and um, uh, and it's unbelievable that somebody who actually paid the money and put in the time to uh, graduate from law school and pass the bar would say something like that. Because uh, m- not not all, obviously, but he, there's there's an awful lot of self defense cases that set legal precedent, right? That would establish the contrary to that effect quite easily and quite recognizably. You know, uh, you a weapon in the introduction of a weapon is not an indication necessarily of anything it's largely dependent on other factors like intent um you know premeditation possibly uh and you know also who acted first things like there's there's so many different variables that play into this that, that impact that kind of a situation that it's it's not at all accurate or even fair to say that the, you know whoever brings the the weapon into the, the the scenario is the one who gives up their right to claim self-defense um but if that were true okay um like we were just saying their own witness testified that he he fired at rittenhouse first and missed him and then i up getting shot himself he didn't die obviously because they were testified but you know, he, he admitted that he attacked Kyle Rittenhouse, you know, so then there's a deflection of the argument, things like, oh, well, why was he there, he shouldn't have been there, Kyle Rittenhouse had no, he had no right to be there, he shouldn't have been in Kenosha, you know, he drove, you know, he clearly had malice in his heart, he had evil on his mind, he, he was out for blood, and, What's odd is the same guy that testified that he shot at Rittenhouse first, um, and I forget the dude's name. Honestly, I don't think it really fucking matters. Uh, there's been a couple maps going around the internet. Who he drove almost twice as far to get to Kenosha, and in the same context, the same conversation, the people had said, "Well, he drove, you know, Rittenhouse drove 40 minutes to get to Kenosha. What was he doing there? He was obviously up to no good." Yet they are, those are the same people that will go to bat for the rioters and quote-unquote peaceful protesters. You know, the ones <clears throat> chucking Molotov cocktails and flipping over cars and throwing bricks and stones and bottles at police officers and, you know, uh, stoning people to death in the streets. Those people that drove from an hour-plus away to, in, in the name of protesting social injustice, they're somehow justified, they're somehow completely absolved of all wrongdoing in these situations. And then the media and the liberal left does a really, really good job of painting them as the victims in all of this. Um, You know, and two people lost their lives though. They are in a sense uh, they could be considered victims. Um, I, I think that that's a little bit unfair to put them in that lens um, because they acted aggressively and, and violently um, when you enter into those those situations, and again, I'm not law enforcement. I'm I've never been military. You know, I'm a civilian all 32 years of my life. But um, when you enter yourself, you introduce yourself willingly into those scenarios. You're no longer a civilian. You're no longer uh, a victim. You're a combatant. All right, and the rules change. Okay, uh, you you people need to understand that that just because you're not wielding a gun doesn't mean that the rules you know don't don't necessarily apply all right you get hit in the head with a skateboard the trucks of a skateboard right those are solid metal man that's like getting in the, in the head with a baseball bat there's people have died from just punches to the head um and again this is part of the discussion i had with my with my buddy this afternoon you know um that's I and mean, he is in law enforcement and you know his words hey if somebody if a suspect if anybody came at me swinging that way game on man game on because they're clearly trying to do something very evil to you they're trying to hurt you they're trying to kill you you're you are then you know you're justified in in defending yourself and and it always comes out right that um i shouldn't say comes out it always comes up as a point of discussion right that you go there to kill these people um why did you want to kill these people you know, uh, you shot them to kill them. And, and it's, and I find it almost laughable because it's basic case study at this point. And, and truly in a lot of concealed, uh, carry classes, it's the first thing that you get taught is, you know, if you ever find up that you find yourself in that situation, when you're being questioned by an attorney, being questioned by police officers, being questioned by anyone, um, so much to the point that it's not just, uh, it's not just jargon. It's not just like trigger words or phrases. It's, it is a accepted mentality and philosophy behind being a pro to a individual and a responsible concealed carrier is that you're not you and you're not shooting to kill somebody, right? Um, I think for most of us, everybody I've ever talked to that the concealed carries that carries on the job as a police officer or or otherwise, right, are scared shitless that they'll ever actually have to go to that 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 option, right? I don't think anybody of sound mind goes out the door, whether it's professional or personal reasons, wanting to kill someone. You shoot shoot to stop the threat. You shoot to preserve your own life and the life of those around you who may be in danger. Now, unfortunately, that could mean that the attacker, the aggressor in these situations, they may die. It's unfortunate and it's tragic, but that's life it sucks to hear you know it does and it sounds cold and it sounds heartless and i i completely keep keep in mind that these these two individuals that died in this incident they have families they have people that will miss them and mourn them i I, that 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 fact doesn't escape me you know just as kyle rittenhouse has a family and if his life was over before it started so to speak right and he was convicted on these charges much the same that they would mourn him and mourn the loss of the life that he could have led and now thankfully gets to lead <clears throat> but this was important you know um these riots you know last year the, the whole summer of love all that bullshit that that erupted over the george floyd Derek brooks uh incidents right all that stuff uh and it, it it just spiraled out of control so quickly and I think that the media did a really good job of latching on to a couple of these isolated incidents and sensationalizing them. Like I said, uh, you're talking to people who work in the field, and they're very familiar with the definitions uh, of, an escalation, of reasonable escalation of force and self-defense. There should, this should never have gone to trial. This, this is very cut and dry self-defense unfortunately we have some elected officials in in this instance the district attorney in Kenosha right they were dead set on making a name for themselves they were dead set on on taking this to trial and you know regardless of uh, what they were advised what they could do legally they they took this case to trial and it was a total joke there's a lot of footage available online right now the judge thank God was a very fair man uh, very impartial judge. <clears throat> he on multiple occasions, again, you can see the footage reprimanding this prosecuting attorney for uh, I mean just overstepping, uh, trying to reintroduce evidence to the jury that had already been ruled out in the case. Uh, you know, just all kinds of things that that just, you know, you can't you can't do that legally. You can't usurp someone's uh, someone's rights and liberties because you're trying to win a battle of public opinions you know just because there's a lot of public outrage for something doesn't mean that it's right there's a lot of people screaming on both sides of this incident um now we are a society of laws uh we are a society of of civil people that abide by those laws in our court system just just like we we upheld the decision for this election everyone told us just walk away it's fine right we have to live with this decision now too our justice system is is one of the fairest in the world it's the it's been the model for many for many uh societies uh and and many countries and many more still strive to have the freedoms and you know innocent till proven guilty they they dream and long for that that same kind of right and benefit that we we here in the united states have just simply by birth. So um, it, it has to be accepted. Uh, unfortunately, what, what I fear is that that's not going to go so well. Um, and just like when Donald Trump uh, won the election in 2016, just like the George Floyd situation and now, oh, you know, what, it's because Kyle Rittenhouse is white. Um, no, there's going to be rooting. There's going to be looting. There's going to be rioting. There's going to be burning. There's going to be pillaging that city which already went through so much destruction a year and a half ago, is now, I fear, going to go back through the same. Um, and that's not just me. Uh, I, I saw headlines that 500 National Guardsmen <clears throat> were dispatched to Kenosha in anticipation for this verdict. I know the judge had to, um, had to ban MSNBC from the trial because a producer from MSNBC was following and, and possibly antagonizing the jury. Which is jury tampering is a very very severe crime, uh, especially in cases such as this, and regardless of what their actual intent was, um, you you can go down a lot of r- legal rabbit holes with that. But I mean, in any form, function, whatever, jury tampering is that that's heavy shit, man. And we can't, as a country, right now, we can't put ourselves we can't allow ourselves to be put in those situations where we let the media start steering. Uh, these kinds of decisions and these kinds of pivotal moments as a society this is a pivotal moment you know we're going to see a lot of things that that, that happen as a result uh, of this ruling and this decision now this is big for us in the te- in the 2A com- uh, community it's huge because had this gone the other way obviously it opens up a whole lot of doors right for other self-defense instances, you then start setting legal precedent the other way, for what qualifies as self-defense and what doesn't qualify as self-defense, and you start getting into the gray area that is, you know, circumstantial evidence and circumstantial uh, circumstantial um, conditions and things like that. Like you can't, and I and again, I had this discussion today. I mean, I a couple of friends, you know, I talked to people and stuff, and. Uh, Hey, you know what, whether he was guilty of murder or not, he shouldn't have been there. So he should be doing jail time for even just being there. And, you know, I get where people are coming from with that because it's like, yeah, it's a riot zone and there's a lot of bad shit going on. Um, He was there trying to help. I understand it. Um, Was it the best idea? Maybe not. Maybe not. Um, But that's not really the point, right? You can't, you cannot start. Prosecuting people, uh, indicting people for simply doing things—I mean, if you take out the context that there was a riot going on, which at the point that he was there, I don't know that there was necessarily a state of emergency declared, or even if a state of emergency there make therefore makes it illegal, right, for anyone from outside the city limits to be in the city. I don't know that that's even a thing, right? You can't just say, "Well, you shouldn't have been there in the first place," so you're guilty just by you know, stupidity or you're guilty by lack of, co- by absence of common sense. You know, if we start getting into those discussions about common sense and punishing people for just not having it, I mean, we're, <laughs> the world would be a much different place. You know, you, you can think pretty quickly, uh, off the top of your head of some friends and family you have that, that act without, uh, the presence of common sense. So that, that's, that's pretty big off the, off the top there. Should he have been there? I mean, maybe not, you know, but that's not really the issue. He's not on, he is not on trial for simply being in Kenosha, right? He's on trial for five separate crimes, alleged crimes. He was, you know, found not guilty on all five, but those were the charges that were brought against him, murder and, and things like that, you know? And, and yeah, he was 17 at the time. And that was a big question. I'm not super familiar with the firearms laws and things like that. I know 17 and 18, uh, it's kind of interchangeable where you live, things like that. Uh, it, there's reciprocity law that comes into it because you might be crossing some state lines, what have you. But this this was a big uh, it's a big victory for the two A community because it reaffirms that we do have the right to self defense. You do not have you 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 are under and regardless of what these fucking idiot politicians will go on TV and say what these, these influencers, your liberal fucking friends that want everything handed to them and want to blame everybody else in the world for their lot in life and why they're not better off and why somebody slighted them for something one time. You're under no fucking obligation ever to be a victim. Nobody can do that to you. Whether you're talking about emotional pain and distress, or you're talking about physical violence and, and, and threats of death, all right, no one has the right to make you feel that way or to put you into that situation. Nobody, you are not obligated to be a victim, and that's unfortunately that was how this was all framed: was that Kyle Rittenhouse was the bad guy, was the ba- the bad guy by default because he had a gun, and only bad guys carry guns. Right, i.e., police officers uh, defund the police and the military. Oh, we spend too much on defense spending. I mean, not to get too far away from the point, but it's the people that make those arguments—the same ones that are sitting here screaming for injustice about this verdict. I even, you know, I even saw, and it's not, it's not even uh, specific to the pro two A community because I saw some pro two A individuals posting on social media that, oh well, if Kyle Rittenhouse was black this would never have gone this way. Oh, he faked the tears. There's no way he's actually upset about the loss of human life, but he, as a 17 year old taking two lives. Y- yeah. It must be just so unreasonable that that could be an actual human reaction from this, this young man. Right. And that's the, that was from somebody on the pro two a community, <laughs> you know, um, I think that in today's day and age, people are looking for anything and everything to justify their point of view. Um, I think race is just the easiest thing people grasp at. Um, in this instance, I, you know, I don't know that it really should even be part of the discussion. I would, I would really actually say it definitely should not be part of the discussion. Um, and let's not even get into the fact that the, you know, we can talk about a lot of different things in this, in this case, a lot of these different circumstances, but um <clears throat> some of the guys that he was interacting with that he was defending himself uh from were not good dudes, you know. Um couple uh, former felons there, violent felons, violent offenders. One was in possession of a stolen firearm. So if, if any of you guys uh know or if some of you have not taken your CPL course in Michigan, um, it is a federal offense, right? Because uh, gun control laws and how we need, we need more of those on the books, right? We hear that all the fucking time um, from the liberal left and people that just they, they don't like firearms, right? It is already a federal felony as a felon to be in possession of a firearm. Okay. Once you're a convicted felon, you lose your right to own a firearm. There's many people that think that's unconstitutional. I think to some extent that I agree with it. I think that, uh, there needs to be some kind of appeal process. I think that that's something we need to take a second look at, um, in general. Okay. So, but no one, no one wants to highlight that, right? No one wants to talk about the fact that one of the, the guys that they're trying to paint as the victim on MSNBC on CNN, right? They don't, they don't want to talk about that, that this guy was a violent felon who was violating gun control laws, having this firearm, that another one of these men was a, a rapist, right? These were, these were not, you know, these were not choir, you know, altar boys, uh, they were just victims of circumstance in the wrong place, wrong time. And this murderous teen, Kyle uh, Rittenhouse, you know, walked into town with his AR-15, plowing people down in the streets with his 5.56 assault weapon. It's just not. It. And, and and you know, even as the verdict came out, um, <clears throat> I was watching some of the coverage from Steven Crowder, and even CNN refused to come out. You know, they they're very they're very um, precise with where they tiptoe on some of these things. Um, they, ne- they refused to use the term self-defense, just that Kyle Rittenhouse was found not guilty in all five charges of, you know, of murder or, or whatever. Um, he used a AR-15 style weapon. They were very, uh, they were very careful to say that it was an AR-50, AR-15 style weapon. Um, it was an AR-15. <coughs> Excuse me. It was an AR-15. It was. There's nothing wrong with that. It's a very common platform and a, a very popular uh, firearm here in the United States that <clears throat> we are all entitled to own, all right? It's a modern-day musket. It's not a weapon of war. It's not anything—you know, there's a lot of labels people can throw on it. He didn't have a high-capacity magazine, all right? Uh, you know. And, and that's what makes these kinds of cases and these kinds of situations and scenarios that we deal with in the media, right, I say we, because we as a community really are dealing with it. I know that this was very specific, obviously, to Kyle Rittenhouse. He was the only one facing those charges. But we as a community have to face down these situations because the media then pivots off of these uh, these, these tragedies, right? these incidents, uh, a- and they'd use them as a launching pad to attack things like, oh, well, this is why nobody needs an AR-15. Oh, this is a weapon of war designed not- to do nothing more than kill. Oh, he had a high capacity magazine cuz it held 30 rounds. That's not that's high capacity is not that's not a type of magazine. A high capacity magazine, that's that's a term that was created by liberal lawmakers pushing an agenda, i.e. gun control to to dissuade the average American from believing that anybody should need 30 rounds of ammunition. Oh, it's so reasonable to only have 20. And if that were to become the new accepted standard, then in 10 years when we still haven't solved this quote unquote gun violence epidemic that's been plaguing our country for, you know, allegedly 70 years or some something, whatever number that fits the discussion at that point, then we look at not jumping down from 20 to 10 and then down to five. And then eventually this snowballs into you no longer have a right to own a rifle and The hilarious part is you get people looking we don't want your guns. We're not that's not what we're trying to do at all. We we support common sense gun control laws, we support the Second Amendment to an extent, which yet to an extent that only you truly know and only you truly control. We're not we're not ever gonna take your gun. And it's bullshit. It's bullshit. And I've had friends yell at me before, no, they're not trying to take your guns. Calm down. That would never happen really you don't think that would ever happen you don't think we'd ever get in a situation where we as a populace get disarmed by our government and you don't think that once that once that happens that more bad shit is to follow at an even greater rate look at history Re- shit you know right now go ahead and look at go ahead and look at fucking australia right now where they the police and the government are locking people in their homes and telling them when they're allowed to leave all under the guise and the fear of the covid pandemic Look at any, look at World War II, Nazi Germany, disarming people and conquering countries, man. Of course it comes back to that, it always fucking comes back to that. Uh, but the point remains the same, you know, and, and that's why, again, unfortunately cases like this get so much attention because both sides need to push this, uh you know over the uh, the other's edge right we need to make a point as a the pro to two a conservative side that that this young man was acting in self defense why because his life is on the line right now yes two men also lost their lives in this but this man's life is on the line now and we can do something about this now either we're going to put him in prison for the rest of his life or we're not and it was pretty clear this was self defense but again the court of public opinion unfortunately, like push I mean it, it gets a vote. Uh, any juror I think you know that was realistically involved in that they I don't know that they really uh, had not heard anything or, or had not been swayed at all in this you know uh, with social media and news media and and the papers and everything you know there's an awful lot of people that were screaming that this was a, a crime uh, this was a tragedy this was uh, you know he's a white supremacist, you know Cory Bush. I cannot fucking understand or fathom for why she's out here making these comments, calling this boy a white supremacist. Um, I'm sorry, this young man. It's not a boy anymore. He's a young man. Why he's a white supremacist. Um, just because he's white does not make him a white supremacist. That, that shit irritates the fuck out of me. You know, as a Mexican-American, does that also make me a white supremacist? Just because I'm not black? That's not, you can't just, you can't just apply that label to anybody who is counter to the narrative that you're pushing, you know, and it's one of these things where it's starting to lose its meaning, you know, and I, the, yeah, I mean, we're sitting here saying that how, how ridiculous it's gotten, but, um, <clears throat> it is starting to lose some meaning, unfortunately, because racism is a very serious issue. One that I think we all can agree needs to be addressed appropriately, um, But when you keep calling every when everything goes straight to racism You start to degrade and take away from the gravity and the power that 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 topic that word, you know had so Um, but at at any rate i'm very glad to hear That mr. Rittenhouse was found not guilty. I think that this is a tremendous win for the community um, I think It's a win for our rights and I think if You can find another victory here. It's The amount of coverage that was, I don't want to say leaked, the amount of coverage and I guess to an extent content, if you're really talking about social media, because a lot of these videos didn't make it on mainstream media. This was social media coverage. Um, There's a pretty strong highlight of how ridiculous the liberal agenda can be when trying to grasp at straws in a situation that, you know, and and this, I don't think they have a vested interest in um, ruining Kyle Rittenhouse's life. But it's more that they just don't care and they had a point to prove and an agenda to push. You know, we can't allow this young man to walk away from this marked non-guilty because then there might be more people like Kyle Rittenhouse out there. And, and goddamn right, there ought to be, you know, uh, you, you can't people cannot just burn down whole cities, destroy people's livelihoods. Uh, you know, annihilate decades and decades of history and businesses that families have bled and sweat and worked to build. Those can't just be wiped out overnight because somebody got upset about what somebody else said or did. Oh, and that must be racism. So here's a fucking firebomb and you have insurance, so sure you'll be all right. Well, it it doesn't fucking work that way. It doesn't. Okay. Um, More of us, Need to, I'm not saying, and I am not, I'm 110% not saying, you know, go find the closest riot, <clears throat> bring your gun, and go do something. I'm not saying that at all. You know, obviously, common sense here, folks. But what I am saying is to stand up for what's right and to go help protect your neighbors. Go help protect your neighbor's property. Go protect your neighbor's businesses. You know, Lucas from T Rex Arms uh, did a video a couple days ago. Talk about when the riots were really going, going heavy, you know, two summers ago, <clears throat> uh, him and five uh, friends, five acquaintances, went and helped protect a friend's business. They alerted local law enforcement. They let them know they were going to be there. They let them know what they were going to be wearing, you know, i.e. plate carriers with radios and rifles, and they were going to be there to stop people from attacking and and burning the, the business down. Um, that's something and no shots were fired. Nothing drastic happened. Nothing fucking crazy happened. A lot of time you see six guys walking around like that or four guys walking around like that and kit that's enough to dissuade anybody who's just got a sharp stick and a firebomb from wanting to mess around too bad. That's the kind of thing we need to come together as a society, as a community, and we, you protect your neighbors, They'll protect you. You work together so that we all thrive and prosper and, you know, end game and total, you know, our goal is that we have a, a better overall society with more respect for each other. Now that that seems to be the message that the left is pushing is that that's what they strive for. That's what they stand for. But then they go out and do shit like, you know, rioting looting uh throwing molotov cocktails stoning people in the streets uh beating the shit out of people for just being in the wrong place wrong time and not and not wearing you know the right shirt or something for whatever they're protesting and you see videos it all the time and you got these people online that'll just sit there and say well you shouldn't have been sitting there then because you knew what was going on or you shouldn't wear a red hat because you know people think that that's a trump hat and it's your own damn fault for getting the ever-loving shit kicked out of you in the fucking street you know, I actually had a friend make that argument to me. A couple, uh, There's a video on the line, you know, that, that same time as the Rittenhouse situation went down, somebody got uh, attacked sitting outside having dinner with their family because they were wearing a hat that they thought was a MAGA hat. And you had a crowd of, you know, anti Trump or Antifa assholes that, you know, hey, you got to raise your fist in solidarity. And they go, I'm not doing that. I'm here having dinner with my family. And they got attacked. And, you know, ultimately it wasn't a Trump hat and it had nothing to do with anything even remotely close to that. But, oh, well, you should have raised your fist in solidarity. You should just surrendered your, your free will. Like, no, no, fuck that. We all need to, and what's sadder about it, honestly, not even so much that that happened, uh, was that there were people that stood by and allowed it to happen and videoed it. So, um, but this is the world we live in. You know, um, so this is this is a a win. It's a step in the right direction, and I think it's a pretty strong indicator that you can and should still do the right, just moral things. You should still make the effort and the decisions to go help and support your fellow man. Now I get it. Not everybody can. You know, riots and shit break out. I'm sorry. I probably will not be going to Detroit. I have a family to think for, or think about. I have a home to take care of you know, I, I'm personally probably not in that position. Uh, I guess it depends, you know, if I was contacted by some friends, Hey, we have a family business that's at stake, you know, doing something similar to what Lucas and his team did. Um, maybe, you know, that's kind of a little different scenario and, you know, a, a, obviously a different discussion, but I think that there should be more, more of that. I think we should be more, we should be more firm in our convictions, and allow our moral compasses to steer us, and not not be afraid of. I mean, seriously, what's the worst that happens? Somebody puts you on blast on social media. I mean, realistically, are any of us important enough that we're gonna get and a you know quote unquote canceled? I don't. I don't think that that's a realistic thing. Stand up for what you believe in, man. There's always gonna be somebody that tells you you're wrong, always. God knows I've, I've lost a ton of friends just since I started this podcast. I've lost a ton of friends since I started sharing my opinions about, you know, gun control and public shootings and things like that. Um, you can't make everybody happy, but you can make yourself happy and you do know what's right and you do know what's wrong. And at the end of the day, you do your best and that's all you can do, but take care of yourself and do what you believe in. Right? So, um, you know, this is a big deal. I'm sure we're not hearing the end of this. And I, uh, I'm actually going to be checking the news throughout the evening to see what situations and circumstances in Kenosha and other cities around the country are like, I would not be surprised to see, uh, quote unquote protests, civil unrest. The only thing I think we kind of have going for us right now is that it's, uh, you know, we're, we're closer than not, we're closer to the end of, the, of uh, November and, you know, we're, uh, less than a week from Thanksgiving. So it is a quite a bit colder, you know, here in the Midwest and the Northern parts of the country. So that may dissuade some people from, uh, going out doing any, uh, hood rat shit. <laughs> so, uh, but I will be keeping an eye on it and seeing what's going on. I'm interested to see the reactions across the country. Thanks for checking this out, guys, and hear what I had to say on it. I look forward to your commentary as well. If you guys want to shoot uh, an email to prepare.mindset.podcast at gmail.com, share your thoughts on this situation. It um, It really is, I think, a pivotal case and something that won't soon be forgotten in this country. Until next time, everybody, you guys get out there and be safe, work hard, train smarter, And like we always say here, be prepared.